So before we could come to today's verse, we would like to summarize the entire pastimes of uh, churning of the milk. Hmm? And then we'll come gradually to this verse and we'll un- try to understand the glories of Bali Maharaj. How Bali Maharaj is glorious, how is a Mahabhagavat? Hmm? Of all these fights, amongst all these fights, why he's been celebrated as one of the one of the Mahabhagavatas? So as Shukadeva Goswami, he was describing about the in- various incarnations of the Lord and the various pastimes of the devotees in Shrimata Bhagavatam, he described about Lord Ajita and he described how Lord Ajita helped the demons and the demigods both to perform a common endeavor which is called as the churning of the ocean of milk. So when Maharaj Parikshit heard that, how is that possible? That demons and demigods together? They did some, we have only heard that they are always fighting like cats and dogs. And now we are hearing that we have they have been working together. So, I would like to hear about this more. So, Maharaj Parikshit requested Shukadeva Goswami to please elaborate on this pastimes. Many times Shukadeva Goswami, what did he, what he used to do? He used to summarize the entire pastimes in one or two verses and then he used to move ahead. And then to check and to check if Maharaj Parikshit is greedy to hear about more Krishna Katha, he used to do that. So when Maharaj, then Maharaj Parikshit used to inquire, Oh Gurudev, please tell me something more about that. So this uh, used to give pleasure to Shogudev Goswami and then he used to speak. Because when, when Srimadha Bhagavatam was being spoken, there are lots of questions put forward by Maharaj Parikshit. And it was not only for his benefit, but it was, bene- it was beneficial for the entire world. All of us, uh, we, we are getting this Srimadha Bhagavatam by the mercy of Maharaj Parikshit. And <clears throat> he has helped us clear all our doubts. He has asked so many questions in Srimadha Bhagavatam. If we carefully hear Srimadha Bhagavatam, if we carefully read Srimadha Bhagavatam, we will be able to completely remove all our doubts. When the doubts are removed, we will be able to develop unflinching faith in the Supreme Lord. Will we develop unflinching faith in Bhakti, Bhakta and Bhagavan? So Maharaj Parikshit's inquiries are very genuine and it helps uh, us to clear all our doubts. <clears throat> so Maharaj Parikshit, uh, when he inquired, so Shukdeva Goswami began to narrate this pastimes. He said that once Durvasa Rishi was coming from Vaikuntha. Uh, and when he was coming from Vaikuntha, he was garlanded with the... Uh, the Lord's Mahaprasad. He had a garland of Lord's Mahaprasad. And he saw Indra. While, while coming across, he came across Indra. And certainly, Indra is inferior to him because Durvasa Rishi is superior. So, Indra took out his gar- uh, Durvasa Rishi took out his garland and put it on Indra. Indra was on, still on Airavat. So, Indra, he, he thought to himself that what is this Rishi doing? Why is he offering his garland to me? I am a superior person. I mean, I am the controller of the three worlds and this Rishi, what he thinks of himself, he is offering his Mahaprasad to me. He, he, took, he took out that and gave it to his elephant, Airavat. And Airavat is elephant. What will he know? What is Mahaprasad and what is Maha Mahaprasad? So he just put it under his feet and it crushed it. But Indra did not, Indra realized it later that who was he dealing with. He was dealing with one and only one. 
Durvasa Rishi who is very easily pleased and very easily disturbed. And he certainly by this act, anybody might get disturbed and Durvasa Rishi got disturbed and he cursed him that you will become very poor person. Hmm? <coughs> so this is the nature of the demigods. Previously also, uh, Indra, he has, he disrespected Brahaspati and because of which he, uh, Brahas, because of which the demons attacked him and then he went to Brahma, he took shelter of uh, Vishwarupa, he got Narayan curse from Vishwarupa, he got his kingdom back but then he killed Vishwarupa again. So all these things, Indra, Indra has been, Indra has been doing these mistakes again and again. But this, this is a symptom of a Karma Mishra Bhakta. That <clears throat> although he is a devotee and we has to, we have to respect him, but we have to learn from Indra's life. That if we are attached to the material opulence, if we disrespect sadhus, if we disrespect sages, then this, then the life of Indra is what is going to happen with us. We are also, we will be always in anxiety. Huh? We will be always want to secure our post, our positions in this material world and because of which we will always be in anxiety and we won't be able to perform Krishna consciousness nicely. That is why uh, this, these incidences of Indra are kept in Srimad Bhagavatam. So we as devotees can get lessons from the life of Indra and we can try and we can, we can aspire for practicing pure devotional service. That is why all these incidents are kept here. <coughs> So when demigods, when when Indra lost the when Indra was given this curse, that means all the demigods together got this curse, and immediately the the demons they attacked the kingdom of of the Indra, and then then whenever Indra is in trouble, Indriyadi vyakalam loke, whenever Indra is in trouble, what does he do? He takes shelter of Krishna. Whenever devotees are in, so there are, there are, devo, there are kind of devotees when they are in trouble, they take off Krishna very, very, they take the lotus feet of Krishna very tightly in their, in their life. Otherwise, when the, when the problem is solved, the life is very easy. So Indra is like that. <clears throat> and as soon as uh, the trouble was there, he went to Brahmaji and Brahmaji took him to Shuradakshai Vishnu's place, the ocean of milk. And there, they offer lots of prayers to the Lord. And when certainly when the Lord, when personality like Indra, Lord Shiva, Brahma are there, certainly the Lord will be pleased. And the Lord manifested Himself in front of all of them. And certainly Indra was expecting something that Lord will do something. But Lord, He is very tricky. He is very, very tricky. When uh, previously, when, when Indra went to with a request to the Supreme Lord that, Oh my dear Lord, please kill Vritrasur. He was praying that, please take a special incarnation and kill this Vritrasur. So Lord told, no, 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 you have to kill Vritrasur. And the Indra said, I cannot kill Vritrasur, he is so powerful. And then Lord purposely sent him to Dadichi Rishi. And, and Indra had previously offended Dadichi Rishi also. So Indra has to go through all these uh, troubles. Huh? So here also he is expecting something from the Supreme Lord, that Supreme Lord will do something. And what is the Supreme Lord saying? He is saying that, okay, what do you do? <clears throat> you go with a peace proposal uh, with the de- for, to the demons and tell them that let us do, together do a special sacrifice. Let us come together 
and and do the churning of the ocean of milk and indra was very surprised but what to do he has no options huh? he he accepted then he went to bali maharaj and he informed bali maharaj and bali maharaj understanding this as the will of the lord bali maharaj had no problem because he was a devotee and all the demons were all the demons were under him so they very happily agreed with this proposal so then they together lifted the mandrachal mountain big mandrachal mountain is not small mountain big mountain and they were bringing to the ocean of milk and while bringing while that endeavor was in made that mandrachal mountain fell on the demons and the demigods both and killed so many so many demons and so many demigods uh, then all of them they requested the supreme lord then the supreme lord came on garuda and he lifted very easily mandrachal mountain and he put it in the middle of the sea and he requested the demons and the demigods that now you start your business uh, and then garuda left because vasuki was going to be the <coughs> because vasuki was going to be the rope so garuda lord lord supreme lord indicated garuda now you should leave otherwise vasuki will not come hmm? so vasuki came and all the demons and the demigods they started churning <coughs> and the lord also to- the lord also told them that don't get Uh, excited because so many things are going to come out uh, you are already behind so much incense enjoyment and now so many things will be, uh, so many things will come out from the from this churning so don't get bewildered except hmm? only that which is useful for your service so that is what the lord indicated to them <laughs> and then uh first thing which came out from there was a poison and as instructed by the lord Lord Shiva, he ex he drank that poison, and then that's why Lord Shiva is called as Nilakantha because he uh, did not he drank it, but it kept it in in his throat. That's why he is called as Nilakantha. Uh, he is and he is glorified by that name throughout the world. <clears throat> and after that, the churning began, and then so many things started coming out. Initially, the Surbhi cow came, and the sages took it. then the horse came bali maharaj took it then airavata uh, airavata elephant came from that churning and indra immediately grabbed it huh? and kostuba jain kostuba jain came out and lord lord said baba i am also helping so i should also get something hmm? so lord also took his share kostuba jain hmm? then lots of apsaras came parijata flowers came so many things came and then lakshmi ji herself came from that churning churning of the ocean and when she came out then the demons were very lusty and they all, they all wanted to have her as their wife but the demigods the understanding that demigods understood that she is our lakshmi she is our mother so they were in a vatsalya they were in a vatsalya mood huh? but <clears throat> this uh, <clears throat> lakshmi ji she she went across all the great personalities who were assembled there and then he said that all none of you are qualified to become my husband so there is only one one qualified person that is lord vishnu so she went and garlanded lord vishnu hmm? but he also said that there is one problem with vishnu also everybody said what there is some problem with vishnu what is that and he said that he is not interested in me hmm? Hmm? householder life means the husband also has to be interested in wife the wife also has to be interested in husband but here here he is atmaram he is not interested in anybody so he is not interested in me but anyways he is the best person to become my husband hmm? 
ड्रिंग we will be never be able to conquer them so then the lord he assumed the form of mohini and as soon as the lord came as mohini murti everybody was bewildered everybody was bewildered they were so much attracted to to mohini that the mohini told them that you give this nectar to me and i will help you drink it and they were so lusty that everybody all the demons they wanted to marry her immediately ha huh? love at first sight everybody wanted to marry her and then mohini she tricked all of them all of them this she spoke very nicely she spoke very 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 lovingly very affectionately that all the demons they fell for her words and she said that let me first pacify this demigod then i'll come to you and and the and the demons they said you do whatever you like just you want to give the entire nectar to the demigods you can give them but you should come to us we have no you are the biggest nectar for us you don't we, we are not interested in nectar anymore you can give everything to them but you you should come to us and mohini said okay no problem so she gave she while she was feeding the whole nectar uh, to the demigods one demon rahu he came and sat between sun and the moon and he drank uh, But understanding this as a cheating, the demigods requested the Lord, please kill him. The supreme Lord, he killed. The, uh, he tried killing the Rahu with his Sudarshan Chakra, but his the lower part of the body was annihilated. But his upper part, because it ha- it has already drank the nectar, it was still there. <coughs> it was alive. So <coughs> later on, when the when the demigods understood that when the sudarshan chakra came out then they understood that mohini is no other than lord vishnu himself and they understood that this was a whole uh, cheating business done by the demigods and vishnu so everybody decided let us attack all the de- all the demigods now so they they had a severe fight between the demigods and the demons huh? there are so many fights in the history of uh, in our scriptures but one of the uh one of the fights which is very famous is devasura sangram and this is what happened here and all the <clears throat> from both the both the sides uh lord shiva and lord vishnu himself uh fought and all the demigods fought with their equal powerful demons uh, uh they fought very for a long long time and <clears throat> there was a time when indra was fighting with bali and indra was indra had this power of vajra which was which was actually the power of dadichi rishi because he chanted narayan kavach <clears throat> so indra took out this vajra and he <clears throat> he killed bali <clears throat> and when indra killed bali in bali's friend which was jambasur he was very disturbed he was very annoyed how dare he killed bali maharaj so jambasur fought very bravely but ultimately he was also killed 
because his indra he had a very powerful weapon vajra so which it is it was like brahmastra it could kill anybody in the whole universe huh? so that that was a situation <clears throat> and then and then later on uh, when that happened narada interfered and narada told some of the other associates that now you get involved in the battle and do and this and this things and you try to uh, chastise indra or kill indra so namuchi bala and paka they arrived and they attacked indra very severely and indra's chariot they ha- indra's chariot had 1000 horses so all of them they covered all of them they fought in such a way with indra that entire army of the demigods and the indra himself was covered completely so much so that all the demigods all the sages they thought that indra is finished uh then with the with the help of this vajra uh, he came out so strongly and so powerfully that everybody started glorifying and he killed this bala and uh, paka uh, so with that same vajra he tried to kill namuchi uh, but namuchi when he threw vajra at namuchi it it didn't it entered and it, it uh, came to him and it went back so indra was surprised he said my god what has happened never in my life i will i could have thought that vajra will come come back like this baba this vajra is so powerful ha huh? it has the benediction of the supreme lord and it is it is it is been made by the bones of dadiji rishi which are been perfected by narayan kavach so how can this weapon be, be a failure so this was in this was in the indra's mind he was thinking at that time brahma uh he came in the he came in the sky uh, and he without his pre- he was invisible and he said that indra i have given him a boon that he cannot be killed by any weapon like this you have to use a special weapon which is neither dry neither moist so indra he thought of a foam weapon and he used a foam weapon and he killed this namuchi and as soon as namuchi was killed indra was glorified again uh <clears throat> so when this was happening again the demons this when this was over again the demons they started killing all uh, again the demigods they all started killing the demons and brahma ji sitting in his <coughs> abode he was very disturbed i think said this is this is too much huh? a fight can go on for a certain time but not that all the demons should get annihilated because there are there are some good demons also and already bali is dead <coughs> something ha- bali is dead he is one of the greatest of the devotees brahma knew Immediately, Brahma Ji sent Narada Muni. He said, "Narada Muni, go and stop this battle." Narada Muni is very expert with everything, <clears throat> and demigods they have faith in Narada's instructions. Mm-hmm. Previously, also when when they when uh, Indra he tried to kidnap Kayadu, the mother of Pralad, in an in an uh, di- with a desire to kill Pralad in the womb of the Kayadu itself. That time, Narada interfered and told that, "My dear, my dear Indra, my dear demigods." you have no power to kill this mahabhagavat prahlad he is such a great powerful personality that what about you even brahma even lord shiva cannot kill him because he is a pure and loyal devotee of the lord he is protected by the supreme lord at all the time so forget about it so just you can you can take his blessings and you can you can go so they they heard they they heard the instructions of narad muni and they followed so they they did parikrama of that kayadu Uh, understanding and offering obeisance to Pralad Maharaj in the womb, the demigods circumambulated his mother. So here, 
when when narad muni came to instruct the demigods and the demons that stop fighting stop fighting hmm? because you have mercy of narayana you have mercy of the goddess of fortune what do you want more in your life just stop fighting this is this this is what brahma ji wants so immediately the demigods they they got pacified and they stopped fighting hmm? now the leader of the demons bali was dead so immediately uh, all the demons who were left they took all the dead bodies even on the battlefield when <clears throat> after the war is over the other soldiers they come and they take the soldiers who are injured and they hospitalize them and then the treatment is given to them similarly <clears throat> they they took bali to shukracharya and shukracharya was not an ordinary brahmana hmm? he was shukracharya he was very powerful he has a sci- he had a science called as sanjeevani by which he could bring any person back to life and and remembering his service which uh, remembering the services of bali which he rendered pre- previously shukracharya felt very compassionate and shukracharya brought bali back to life hmm? and as soon as bali came back to life he was a devotee of the lord he did not lament this is today's verse that he did not lament and let us try to now <clears throat> when bali maharaj regained consciousness he came back to his senses he got his memory back by the grace of shukracharya he was very peaceful and he understood that that everything what has happened has happened by the will of the supreme lord so now since bali was a devotee he accepted everything without lamentation because devotees are not attached to the results <clears throat> devotees are doing their duty karmanne vaadi karaste maa phaleshu gadachan devotees are not attached to the results so bali was not attached to the results he was only doing his duty as a demon as a demon and he was only because he was born in the family of demon he was sitting on the he was sitting from the side of uh, demons huh? and <clears throat> bali was a very experienced person in terms of knowledge about the transcendent he had the understanding about the transcendental religious principle the bhagavad dharma also <clears throat> and bali maharaj was very charitable person he used to serve brahmanas very much and because of that he has received this mercy of shukracharya and he he came back to life that's why we should always be serving we should be always be very humble and serving the sadhus and the brahmanas and we should always try to get their blessings but because we never know what situation we can we can come in and we will need their blessings we will need their help that's why we as devotees as practicing devotees as practicing sadhakas we should always be very careful in dealing with other vaishnavas with superiors we should always be very humble we should always be very very uh, <clears throat> sincere huh? and we should seek their blessings for our krishna consciousness so <clears throat> now uh, to help to help us understand how lord has been very merciful to bali maharaj i wish to take you to mahabharat when when the mahabharat war was was when, when the mahabharat war was over at that time yudhishthir maharaj was lamenting yudhishthir maharaj expressed no interest in accept, accepting the kingdom at that time vedavyas started to explaining explaining things to him uh dhome rishi started explaining things to yudhishthir maharaj that you you should accept the kingdom you should accept the kingdom uh, then lord krishna himself he was inspiring 
Yudhishthira Maharaj that you should accept the kingdom, but Yudhishthira Maharaj was not interested. Mm-hmm. Now imagine that personality like Lord Sri Krishna is trying to explain something to someone and he is not able to understand. Is it possible? Mm-hmm. But here you can see that Lord Krishna was trying to explain something to Yudhishthira Maharaj and Yudhishthira Maharaj was not able to understand. He was not accepting his instructions. Huh? Why? Because <clears throat> Because the Lord residing in the heart of Yudhishthira Maharaj was not allowing him to accept that. Huh? Why? Because there was a time, because the time had come now to glorify Bhishma Pitamaha. Because, because the world saw that Bhishma Pitamaha sided on the side of Kauravas. He was on the side of Kauravas. He was, he was, people thought that he was following Adharma. But to establish the glories of Bhishma Pitamaha, the Supreme Personality of Godhead did, did, did this trick. What did he do? He bewildered Yudhishthira. And then finally he told that, okay, you don't accept my words, you don't accept the words of which Vedavyas, who has written thousands of scriptures. So will you accept Vishwapitama's words? And Yudhishthira Maharaj said, yes, why not? I will accept whatever Bhishma says, I will do it. So then everybody went to Bhishma. And then Bhishma glorified Lord Krishna. And everybody understood the glories of Vishwapitamaha. So similarly, here also, now the war was over. And Indra and everybody was thinking that Bali's Bali is an ordinary person, right? So to establish the glories of Bali all over the world, what did he do? He, he became as Vamana. Lord Krishna himself became as Vamana. And then he went as a beggar Brahmana in the assembly of Bali. And then Bali, <clears throat> then Bali completely surrendered himself to the lotus feet of Lord, uh, Lord Vamana Dev. <clears throat> So this this was the arrangement of the Supreme Lord uh, to glorify Bali Maharaj. Now Shukracharya Shukracharya he instructed Bali Maharaj to not give anything to Lord Vishnu, but he rejected the orders of Shukracharya and offered everything to the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu. <clears throat> so this this to to display this quality of Atma Nivedanam in Bali Maharaj, the Supreme Lord made this arrangement. That he himself went as a Vamana uh, and he begged three steps of land from Bali. So this was the similar arrangement which Lord Krishna did for Bhishma. To glorify Bhishma, he treated Yudhishthira Maharaj. Similarly here also to uh, to glorify Bali Maharaj, the Lord himself came as Vamana. So Bali Maharaj, now let us try to understand the fortune of Bali Maharaj. Why is he, how, how did he attain this perfection? Hmm? Now Bali Maharaj was blessed by his grandfather Pralhad Maharaj. Pralhad Maharaj's son was Virochan and Virochan's son was uh, Bali Maharaj. And he was therefore a pure devotee born in a demon family. And we, we need to understand that there are two kinds of Highly elevated devotees. One are the Sadhana Siddhas and one are the Kripa Siddhas. Sadhana Siddhas are those devotees who become who become devo- who become a devotee by regularly executing devotional service by following the scriptures and following the directions of the spiritual master. Huh? And by doing it for a long, long time, they become perfect and they pay, they become Sadhana Siddha. But then there is another category which is called as Kripa Siddha, hmm? <coughs> and <clears throat> and uh, the examples of Kripa Siddhas are Yajna Patnis and Bali Maharaj. 
this is this is what is explained in us in in the commentaries of the vaishnava acharyas yagya patni is they were a very ordinary ordinary wives of the brahmanas who were engaged in fruitive activities huh? the brahmanas were ordinary they were not devotees but the wives of the brahmanas they got they attained perfection by the mercy of lord shri krishna similarly bali maharaj the son of virochan he received the mercy of prahlad maharaj huh? he and he also by because he received the mercy of prahlad maharaj he also received the mercy of the supreme lord himself so much so that the lord appeared as a beggar in front of the in front of bali maharaj chaitanya mahaprabhu has said guru krishna prasade pai bhakti lata bich so here prahlad maharaj he he gave he planted the seed of devotional service in the heart of bali and when the seed developed he achieved the ultimate fruit of devotional service namely love of godhead prema pumarto mahan when lord when lord vaman dev when he came in that assembly bali maharaj attend attend the perfection of his of his devotion which is darshan of the lord and he attend the prema of the lord so bali maharaj regularly maintained devotion in his heart this is very important he had and because because of that he was purified completely because of the constant being involved in the devotional activities he was he was purified <clears throat> so bali maharaj is thus understood to be an unalloyed devotee of the lord and he gave everything to the supreme lord everything then the lord asked for it he gave everything uh, he did not keep any possession so this is the uh, he he perfected his life by giving everything to lord shri krishna that's why rupa goswami he says sarvat <clears throat> सर्वस आत्मा निवेदने बलीर दैट्स वाई इट इज सेड दैट बली महाराज परफेक्टेड इज लाइफ बाय गिविंग सर्वस्व बाय गिविंग एवरीथिंग ऑफ हिज टू लॉर्ड श्री विष्णु थैंक यू वेरी मच